0: Welcome to serious Faith a podcast exploring the gospel story by story to discover the way of Jesus welcome back to serious Faith we are in the book of John still chapter 4 and uh, today we're looking at verses 43 through 54. Uh, Another cool story of Jesus. So uh, here we go. Let me read it to you and then we'll jump in. After two days, Jesus left for Galilee. Jesus himself had testified that prophets have no honor in their own country. When he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him because they had seen all the things he had done in Jerusalem during the festival, for they also had been at the festival. He returned to Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. At Capernaum, there was a certain royal official whose son was sick When he heard that Jesus was coming from Judea to Galilee, he went out to meet him and asked if he would come and heal his son, for his son was about to die. Jesus said to him, "'Unless you see miraculous signs and wonders, you won't believe.' The royal official said to him, "'Lord, come before my son dies.' Jesus replied, "'Go home, your son lives.' The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and set out for home. While he was on his way, his servants were already coming to meet him. They said, "'Your son lives.' So he asked them at what time his son had started to get better, and they said the fever left him yesterday at about one o'clock in the afternoon. Then the father realized that this was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son lives. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did while going from Judea to Galilee. All right. So, Jesus healing story. Uh, You'll find as we work our way through these Gospels that uh, the Jesus healing people is pretty normal. I mean, that's that's like a normal day for Jesus, which is just awesome. Uh, You know, a lot of our churches, we're lucky to see a healing or two a year, you know, and yet Jesus is just healing people constantly, constantly. And we know that Jesus heals. I mean, we know that. Consciously, like in our heads, we know that Jesus heals. A lot of our churches we believe that Jesus heals in different ways, right? We're like, we're not necessarily, a lot of our churches aren't preaching that you can lay hands on people right now and they, they could get healed. You know, we we pray more, um, I would say with less faith even. We we pray as if we hope Jesus can heal now, but as if we believe that healing is more of an eternal thing. It's not a in this life thing. It's it's more of when we get to heaven, you know? And, uh, and yet Jesus here does this healing and he just, he does healing after healing in these Gospels. So, so let me break this one down for you. So he goes to Galilee, um, and it says that he, he had testified that prophets have no honor in their own country. And uh, in the other Gospels, it talks about uh, Jesus has trouble in his hometown, which makes sense. Um, if you've ever been away from your hometown for a while and come back, they still know the you from however long ago it was you left. And so uh, Jesus, having grown up there, there, you know people thought, well, who's this kid? You know, like... like you know, it's almost like, um, you know, when you're an adult and you have people in your church and you're, they're like, I remember changing your diapers, right? <laughs> like, And uh, so it's still a little weird. But uh, Jesus, it says he, has, he struggled in his hometown. Um, it does say here that they welcomed him. The Galileans welcomed him because they had seen all the things he had done in Jerusalem during the festival. So, in other words, they had seen the miracles of Jesus. They had seen... Uh, what Jesus is capable of. They had seen who he was. And so they welcomed him. Uh, But it says that when he was in Capernaum, it says a certain royal official's son was sick. Now, royal official would automatically, almost automatically mean that it was a Gentile, right? This was not an Israelite. This was somebody high up, a royal official in in the, the government of that area. And it says that when he heard that Jesus was coming, he went out to meet him. Uh, he went and sought him out, right? Jesus has a reputation at this point, so much so that it's not just the religious people. In fact, you'll find in the Gospels that the religious people are often opposed to Jesus, right? Because Jesus was opposing the things that that they thought were normal ways of following God. And Jesus came in and said, nope, let me correct this. Uh, and so, so you have this Gentile. He goes out. He knows the reputation of Jesus and he asked Jesus if he'd heal his son. And Jesus, interestingly, here he says, "Unless you see miraculous signs and wonders, you won't believe." So in other words, Jesus is sort of like—I uh, think the word here is testing. That Jesus is sort of testing him, right? He's got enough faith in Jesus to believe that Jesus can do it, right? He has enough faith to seek Jesus out. And so Jesus says, "Unless you see signs and miracles, you won't really believe." You know, and the guy, and the guy essentially. He just kind of passes it off. He says, Lord, come before my son dies. He says, just come with me. Please come with me. And so he has this belief. He has belief already, all right? That's important here. This guy already has belief. He believes Jesus can do it. It's why he asked Jesus again, Lord, come before my son dies. And so he already has the belief. So what happens when his son is healed is not that he just becomes a believer overnight. It is a, a... a confirmation it's a confirmation of his faith not a an initial piece right it it it, his faith is confirmed in this moment of healing his faith is validated in this moment of healing so he already believed and then jesus heals his son at the and it says i love the story because his servant comes and he says oh your son has healed And they go, what, what time was it? And it was the exact time that Jesus said he'd be healed. So it's just funny, those details of like precise, like Jesus said it, boom, it happened. And uh, I love that. And so it says that he and his entire household believed in Jesus, right? This, this miracle didn't just affect this guy. It affected everybody in their family, right? Because you just have to know that he went home, and they're like, "Wow, our son got our son is better. How how did this happen?" And, and he you just know he went home. He was like, "I met Jesus, right? This my this. How did life change? It changed because I met Jesus. And his faith, his initial belief that Jesus could do it, was confirmed. Now he knew that Jesus. He knew that Jesus could. Right? He didn't just have to have faith that Jesus could. He knew he could because he had seen it. So." So here's the interesting thing. I think in a lot of our lives, when we talk about faith and belief, we talk about it as if it is some abstract idea, right? Like, like I want to believe in Jesus. I want to know that Jesus can do these things. But we've never had this confirmation. We're, we've never been completely sure, right? And, and And obviously, to have faith in Jesus is never a like 100,000% sure, right? There's always that little sneaky bit of like, yeah, but what if? You know, what if? What if I'm wrong here? But the thing is, there are these moments that make that that what if, that doubt in our minds. There are these moments we can have with Jesus that minimize the percentage of the doubt versus faith on our, you know, you think about it like a spectrum of 100%. We can move from 50-50 to 70-30 to 80-20, to 90-10, right? We have these moments with Jesus that move us along along this journey, and it fills up the faith side, and it diminishes the other side. And this is what happens to this guy. He starts off saying, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jesus can do this. I'm going to go... He believes enough to seek Jesus out. But then when his son is healed, it says he and his entire household believed in Jesus, right? This it, it was a next step of faith. And so we, we have these moments in... And you have probably experienced these moments too, right? Where, like, where God comes through in some way that just like blows your mind. Where you're like, how did God do that? <laughs> right? Like, There's no possible way that that thing was a coincidence, right? We have these moments. We do. Most of us, we have these moments. And if you haven't, I want to I challenge you a little bit, because I, I find that I have these moments in my life frequently, and, and honestly, for me, most of these moments that I can like, pinpoint just off the top of my head were while I was doing uh, missions work, whether it's Uganda or, um, or Cuba. There were these moments where God did stuff, and it was like a moment where I just couldn't go back from it, you know, like, it like that moment of like, I had seen too much, <laughs> I had seen too much to go back. And I and I've had these moments where I've seen God move in such crazy huge ways. And I think there's no way to go back from this. Right? Like that faith aside is so filled up. You know, it's it's why I believe that laying hands and praying for healing is so vital to what the church does today. It's why I believe it's the most overlooked piece of most of our ministries, is because in those times where we see Jesus move in this way in front of us, it's not that it's not that people just want the we don't just have these miracles given to us simply because we want miracles, right? Like the miracles are always leading to faith. They're leading to deeper belief in Jesus. And that's what happens for this guy. He comes believing Jesus can, and he leaves knowing that he can. That's a whole different level of belief. Thinking and kind of hoping that Jesus can and knowing that he can are two very different things. And my hope for you is that you would have a moment with Jesus this week where you know that you know that you know that Jesus can come through for you. right? When, when's the last moment in our lives where we were 100% convinced, 98% convinced, that Jesus can do it, that Jesus can come through in our circumstance? Because this belief, see, this guy's belief was built on first the stories of Jesus, then his own personal experience with Jesus, He he saw it before his very eyes. You can't ignore that. And these exact same things have happened to me in my life. And my prayer for you is that if you've never had these moments where you see Jesus do the miraculous, where you see Jesus just absolutely confirm everything he has said in the Gospels about why he came, he came to bring life, right? It's the sick that need a hospital. (laughs) He came to heal and to restore, to redeem, right, if you have never seen that played out before your eyes, find yourself a place where you will, right? Find a, find a church where Jesus is, I don't know how to word this, because it's not that Jesus isn't real in every church, but find yourself a place where Jesus is tangible, right, where you can see Jesus in front of your eyes, where you can feel the Spirit flowing through you, right? Right? We should be having these encounters with Jesus in ways that just blow our minds. So I want you to consider this week, when's the last time you had an encounter with Jesus that pushed your faith, right? That moved your faith from, I hope he can, to I know he can, right? When are, when are those moments in your life? Because if Jesus, if Jesus uses these miracles to build our faith, then where are the miracles in your life? When's the last time you saw Jesus do something miraculous and incredible? And if you haven't seen one in a while, honestly, ask him. <laughs> be like, look, Jesus, right? he tells us to ask. He says, ask and you'll receive, knock and the door will be open, seek and you'll find, right? He tells us to ask. So ask him. Say, look, Jesus, I, I, need, I need to see you. I want to have a fresh experience with you. Just Ask. And he's good for it. He will meet you in ways and places that you never imagined. So be like this royal official. Say, here's my life, Jesus. I need your help. I need to know that you can do what you say you can do. I need to know the stories about you are true. I need to know the Gospels are true. Right? Go meet Jesus. I'll see you next week.